subject matter and language that may be disturbing to some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Here we go again. More technical problems. We live in the 21st century. No! Savage under The only reason why I know this is because I lived under tyranny. I lived under tyranny. Your host, Michael Garner. Proper fashion at the proper time. Hey guys, we made it. Hey yo! What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Savage Army. Welcome to Savage Unfiltered Podcast, guys. Wow, Joseph, we had a blast, man, talking to uh, Miss Brenson the other day. What'd you think of that, Joseph? I mean, she was traveling all the way to Egypt. Lost the words, guys. I do apologize. Been all over the place here this week. Uh, with uh, producer Shaky uh, at his place in Tampa, Joseph. What'd you think of uh, Miss Brenson? That was great. It almost, oh, before we go on, I've got on my Leonard, the man, the myth, the legend to piss off the Clueless Nation crew. Hello, Fashcrats. Anyway, it was a great show. It almost turned into a travel log show. We heard yeah. about so many places she's lived. It was wonderful. And our upcoming guest in Vegas now. I love Vegas. Looking forward to talking to her about Vegas. Haven't yeah. been in Vegas since 2006. Stayed at the Sahara then. It's now the SLS or SLR. It sold. It closed. I think I closed it down. They had to close. You after closed I it down, Jay. After I trashed the Sahara, they closed oh down. My it's God, something Joseph, else. Now. That's terrible. You know, the last time I was in <laughs> Vegas, man, is uh, I actually see Neil Young, and that was like 15 years ago. So that yeah, was that two, was pretty good. Yeah. 2006 was the last year I was there, and I look forward to talking to her also about Lachlan, if she's been to Lachlan, I'm sure she has, because in Terror Strikes, I have a chapter called The Pyramid, 
It's not about the luxury. It's about a fictitious pyramid casino in Lachlan. Savaged. Oh, by the way, Joseph, I have to say this on the air. We got the confirmation from WWE legend Hulk Hogan. So he's going to be on the show starting soon. Yeah, Hulk Hogan will be on the show. So I got it. That that will definitely have to be an unfiltered episode. That one will make I I can imagine. (laughs) I can imagine what he's going to bring on the show. I know he shared his story about professional wrestling with, you know, Vince McMahon. Uh, Vince McMahon Sr. when it was WWF in the 80s, now WWE, guys. I add stories behind WWE, WWF, WCW, NWO, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, brother. You know, the beat shop is crazy. Joseph, I'm only two fucking hours from uh, from you do You do a pretty good Hulk. You've got to do your impersonation of him when oh, he's I on. Oh, I can't do uh, Maybe. I don't know. I sound like an you idiot. Get what you're going to do, brother, when the thousands of Hulkamaniacs are going to come after you on Savage Unfiltered? Yeah, brother. My 150-pound body compared to his fucking 287-pound fucking Hulk Hogan at the age of 73 years old. Fucking hat tip to you, sir. You still fucking got it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Really, really good stuff. Uh, Joseph, we're about to bring this guest on here. Uh, Sadia Caron. Car- uh, uh, if I pronounce her name. Fucking butchered the name already, Joseph. Help me. C A R O N E. Caron, well, we, right? There is a Melissa Caroni. Caroni, yeah. Maybe the E is silent. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to have her clear up that. But, yeah. I've seen it spelled that way, pronounced a few different ways. So we'll have to get it from the horse's mouth as opposed to Michael, the horse's ass, what? butchering it. But I'm uh, sorry. Well, she, <laughs> yeah, well, she, 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 yeah, well, she, she is a, she is a comedian out there in Las Vegas and uh, she's been on uh, TEDx. Uh, you're familiar with TEDx, right, Joseph? Oh, yeah. TEDx? Yeah. Is, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a big it's a big name, TEDx. Uh, yeah, TEDx. But uh, guys, without further ado, I want to bring on uh, Sadia. Welcome to Savage Unfiltered, ma'am. How's it going? Hi, it's great to be here. So, how to pronounce my name? Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. In America, please. it's usually Sadia, and the last okay. name is Carone. In Brazil, it's Sadja Carone. But you know. <laughs> Anything that's reasonable, I will respond to. But normally, Sadia, please, not Sadie or Sadia. Well, oh, it's yeah. like the old joke, right, since you're a comedian. Call me anything you like, just not late for dinner. Right? Exactly. <laughs> you got to be flexible with a weird name like I have. So, uh, Carone, Caroni, uh, those are normally what, what people come up with. But again, as long as I know who you're talking about, I'll be like, yeah, right here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, uh, same thing with me, uh, uh, Sadia. Uh uh, last name looks like Leonard. It's not French. It's Leonard without an O. So yeah, I hear ya. I feel ya. <laughs> but, oh, okay. So one of one of us has to talk. Okay. Yeah. I, was I was letting We're the same talk. Okay. Dead yeah. air. Dead air. Yeah. Oh no. 
So anybody could talk. Feel free if you want to cut me off. If you want to say, yeah. you know, shut the hell up, Michael. I need to talk, but it's okay, guys. I've been in this business for twenty something years, so sometimes I have to shut up. But go ahead. But go Michael, ahead. okay, I just want to give a shout out to you in this amazing podcast. The depth and breadth of people that you bring on, like, no wonder you're so popular because it's always something new, cool, and different. Like, I'm a huge fan, and I'm going to recommend a couple of my cool friends to contact you to possibly be your guests. One of them is a climate scientist slash disco queen. Uh, to be fair, she was a disco queen, like, in her 20s. She won a trip from London to Vegas because she was the best dancer in the bar on New Year's Eve. Now she lives on a boat and studies the ocean and is saving the earth. Wait, 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 wait. You mentioned that she was uh, a dancer and a boat and a disco. Uh, okay, how does that all go into play? I mean, did she have a past life that we don't know about or what? No, so when she was like in her 20s, she went to some bar and won the disco contest. And the first prize was a round trip flight to Vegas. Then she grew up and became a climate scientist, and she lives on a boat most of the year studying the ocean. So she's amazing. Her name's Diane Duncan, and I already told her about you. I'm like, oh, you should try to talk to them. Like They, they get all kinds of people. I, I sent her the clip of the, the doctor chef, the chef doctor. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that was last – well, yeah, last week. Or was it? Yeah, last week. Get month, it sorry. together, Mike. Shaky does my producer. He does all the scheduling. But yeah, that was last yeah. week. Dr. Michael uh, Fenster. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she's a, a great person. And then I know a couple other people I'm going to definitely send your previous podcast to. Like, contact these people, man. They're smart. Like, they're cool. They're changing yeah. the world. Like, literally, nothing's off limits. Well, well we, appre we appreciate that. Uh, we, we do. Uh, you know, uh, I. Uh, Joseph and I, and you, you, you haven't even met my, I have other personalities on the show. I have sauce. And then uh, of course there's a gentleman by the name of David that joins us from uh, Charlotte. Uh, all, all my personalities, you know, the co-hosts here on the show uh, we're we're not all in Florida. I'm in Florida. And then, uh, you know, of course, uh, uh, Joseph here joining us from uh, Detroit, Michigan over there in Wyandotte. Uh, sauce from uh, Wisconsin. So uh, that's the best, the best thing to do is like, you know, bring all these people in from different walks of life. Get seven days of photo bucket free. Start by uploading your photos and videos. Consolidate your memories from your social networks Add filters, colors, and stickers and share it all on both iOS and Android. Protect every pixel with compression-free storage. Make your memories fun. Sign up today for your seven-day free trial from PhotoBucket. PayPal can help add credibility to your site. Give customers a trusted, secure way to pay so you don't miss a sale. That's, I mean, to be honest with you, when I first started this thing like four years ago, I was trying to mimic what I did 20-something years ago for Terrestrial. And I'm like, you know what? I can't do this scripted shit. No, I got I to gotta get out there. I got to bring more people on from different walks of life, give them a mic, give them airtime, give them the floor, and, and make it 
uh, podcasts, you know, because I see yeah. where podcasting was going four years ago and look where it's yeah. at now. I mean, holy shit, you got a voice. Yeah. 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 Well, it says a lot about you as a person, how well rounded and how like intellectually curious you are. I'm trying to find a way to make a Florida man joke at some oh. point. But well, you, you might like want to tell that to Joseph here. Joseph, she's got a Florida man joke. Go ahead. Oh, I don't. I'm trying to work oh, one in, but yeah. you're the hey, opposite of just, Florida man. Just mentioning Florida man is joke enough in itself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hoping. <laughs> but you're the opposite of Florida man because you're like so curious and like, you know, I don't want to get in too much trouble, but yes, I would say you are the anti-Florida. Oh, 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 uh, I, I've got to go. I got to go there since I said this joke to Kevin and he rolled his eyes. I personally think he's jealous because the, you know, writer, the uh, the nobody, the unknown writer, uh, although I gave the joke to comedians I know at a local comedy club, and, and they do indeed use it a few drinks in. It's a joke you got to say a few drinks in. I got to get your reaction to this joke, and it's in my book, Terror Strikes Coming Soon to City New You. I copyrighted it in 2006. It's an obvious joke once you hear it, but... The professional comedians didn't think of it. I did. I hear variations now, but it's guy walks into a bar, says to the bartender, I need a Coke with a Viagra. The bartender looks at him kind of funny and he says, I need a really stiff drink. Joseph, I, 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 I see laughs coming from her, but I also see like, oh, God. Okay. But the drink isn't stiff. Like that's <laughs> that's the confusion. I'm like, yeah, that's clever. If you drink it, people will definitely laugh. But it's not the drink that's going to get stiff, right? Right. No, no, no. But the alcoholic clever. beverage connotation that a drink with yes. like a Long Island iced tea is a stiff drink. Supposedly. Right. Yes. Right. So they're right. So it makes sense once you hear it. But again. Little old me thought of that, not the professional comedians. I've heard some Viagra jokes since, but I created that back in 2006. Hey, so it's a good joke. People are finally catching up with me. Well, <laughs> look, I've been coaching some of the newer comics, and I tell them, you either have it or you don't. And if you do, it's the easiest thing in the world. And if you don't, it's absolute torture. But having it, you still need to, you know, learn how to structure your jokes, learn how to respect the time, learn kind of like where your lane is, understand how the people see you the minute you walk out on stage, either have that work for you or have that work against you or, you know, work against it. So, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of funny people. Not every funny person gets on stage and does comedy. But, it, yeah, it's a good joke. It, it is. It, it, exactly right i would never get on stage myself but like i say i know sal and ken and charlene at the comedy room which runs out of portofino and wyandotte so i've given them some of my i can never i think you were on the line while I was in the bad part
puns on the last show uh, with Frederica. Yes, you did, uh, Joseph. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I yeah. can never pass a bad pun. So, yeah, I occasionally come up with a joke. And uh, let me share another one that's in the book. I could share okay. this. Okay, I'm all another, another obvious one, I, but I think you'll like this. Uh, since I'm an author, it's a classic joke. To be or not to be, indeed is the question. Because if it's to be, I got bingo! Oh! (laughs) (laughs) By all means, borrow that joke if you like it. Shakespeare and bingo. I love it. That and, that one is way more funny to me than the first one. Okay, you are not to Yeah, if you like that joke, you have my permission to use it. Uh, Thank you. So, yeah, because normally in comedy, I mean, if you steal someone's stuff, that is a death yeah. wish. Uh, oh, we're yeah. very protective of our material, which is why I was told if you share about your life, like you can exaggerate, you can hypothesize a little bit, but if it's based on stuff that happened to you, no one can steal it from you. Because it's yours. And eventually, if you do enough comedy, yeah. people are going to know, hey, wait, that sounds like a joke Sadia would say. Or a song, I guess, in my case, that Sadia would write. Because I'm more about the musical comedy, the comedy music. Sadia, so, I, I only do I only do radio and podcasting. I don't do jokes. So, you know, yeah. jokes well, so, well, have you heard, did you hear so the album? Sadia, so, Sadia, you're, you kind of like do Weird Al parodies then. Sort of, you know, Weird Al is my spirit animal. He is my hero. Whereas he'll take a popular song and change the words. I take a controversial subject and write a song about it. So like my song, Dick Sticks Dicks or Toilet Bowl or When the Dick is Good, they're not parody songs in the sense that I took a popular song and changed the words. It's original music and original lyrics about a touchy subject shall we say ah that's good i like that i i definitely gotta look up some of your songs are they on youtube i i myself have done a few weird al style parodies i did a uh parody to the old night ranger 4 a.m song uh, (laughs) and a few others so uh, four in the morning came without a warning as i stumbled to get myself out of bed i stumbled through the kitchen to hear the cat a bitching because she wanted to be fed (laughs) (laughs) well i think you could get up on stage if you wanted if it's a bucket list thing you know keep it under three minutes get up on that stage because you're funny uh in terms of the album it's sadia music s-a-d-i-a space m-u-s-i-c and as luck would have it my producer won a grammy award in 2005 for sound engineering so i do have some you know musical credibility he heard my first song, Dicks, which I'm happy to sing for you. It's like, you know, 90 seconds. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to work with you. I'm going to give you a good price. He did everything except the music and the lyrics. I play guitar on one song. It's the one with like the six chords. <laughs> and he did everything else. But you do enough comedy. Here, okay, let me just give you the song. Yeah, yeah. Dicks, dicks. There's lots of different dicks. Some are short. Some are thick. Some are teeny tiny, but let's not get whiny. Dicks, dicks, there's lots of different dicks. Some are long and some are strong. Some are curvy and some are straight. Some might be gay, but that's a song for another day. Dicks, dicks, there's lots of different dicks. Some are short, some are thick, but listen up, man. 
no matter what did god gave to you you have hands and a mouth just use them too <laughs> sadia i am so offended by you <laughs> saying gay dicks. oh my god my transsexual views are gonna fucking melt right now i have to go on don lemon and don lemon's gonna say you're a racist and you're a homophobe, and you're against the transphobia nation. And and you, and you can add Don Lyman will probably accuse her of being past her prime. <laughs> probably. Savaged unfiltered. How the hell does our existence as trans people affect your life? I'm glad you asked, because I'm going to explain it to you. See, it never did affect our lives. No one gave a fuck at all. We might have found it kind of weird, but we didn't give a fuck. Until you started shoving it down our throats and forcing it into our children's lives, that's when people started giving a fuck. That's when it started affecting us. Because it's being shoved into everything. And when it comes to our children, that's the one place that we draw the fucking line. <laughs> people love the song i've had men come up to me after i sing it and say i love you i'm like okay i guess i i hit a nerve or i made you feel seen like whatever uh but literally guys at the end of the day most girls don't care what you bring just get the job done that's kind of the message of yeah. the song yeah oh and the other thing but before you sang the song i was gonna tell uh, Michael, and you may want to look up this episode, Sadia, uh, the Layla London. We needed to have Layla London, the sex symbol, on the line when you God, Joseph, she put, she put the gutter in your mind. She was talking about <laughs> cock, and she was talking about vaginas. And, you know, Joseph was trying his hardest because Joseph is old school, traditional, you know, Catholic and you know he's you know into the Bible and everything. I, I mean I'm spiritual to an extent. I respect Joseph you and all that. But Joseph was doing really really like his best ability to like not go there with her. And she was like like what? It, come on Joseph, come on. And she was giving you that like that that mode yeah, of Joseph. Yeah. And then jo yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she she did get me going. I did get it. I I. Uh, again, I, I am, yes, a traditional Catholic, so, you know, I am a straight white male and, you know, pretty formal, so to speak, I guess, in the bedroom, uh, only a little adventurous, but I, I, like double on, I like double entendre jokes, I mean, so I can make the jokes, but I don't like to get too raunchy though i do have a reputation to maintain but but you gotta remember joseph this was a woman i mean she's she's all you know she's she's also a porn star like she does adult right. films and everything and as a porn star she has limits like we were trying to see what her limits were because usually every woman or guy has a limit right and we were like well what don't you do and she's like, well, I don't do, what'd she say, Joseph? I, she doesn't do threesomes, right? She doesn't do strange dick. No strange orgies. dick. She's, yeah. she's okay. got to she's gotta have a five-minute interview to get to know our dick. No strange dick. Okay, <laughs> well, I tell yeah. guys, no animals, no kids, and no third person. Like that, those are my rules. Yeah. 
Yeah, I ran that through my buddy Bob over there on Static Radio, and Bob was like, wait a minute. We actually have to sit down, like, in a green room type session with her before, like, there's, like, the actual, like, set or whatever she's doing. Like, she's, she has her own podcast. Everybody has a fucking podcast now. Shit, fucking porn stars have podcasts right now. And, you know, if I wanted to go on her podcast, Michael, I would have to, like, talk to her about certain things, like... It seems like she she doesn't want to sit down. I mean, she she's not one of these women that she just goes along and just wanks it. No, you have to sit down with her and obviously, you know, interview. So she has some idea of like what's coming, as it were. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but I'm bummed, yeah. yeah much. <laughs> there we, that's exactly what I'm talking about. The double entendre there. That is exactly yeah. what I'm referring to. But yeah. I, I want to get you know, the double entendre. I love those jokes. Uh, yeah. And I use Joseph, hold uh, double, yeah, double hold meaning hold I gotta, words I gotta in get my a book, break too. In. Shaky screaming in my ear. I got to get a break in. Guys, we'll be right back. I sign them all. We get the certificate of authenticity. You can't find these anywhere. Every pair of these tights I actually wore in the ring. The greatest of all time, Hulk Hogan, right in my hometown, Clearwater Beach, 483 Mandalay Avenue, Hogan's Beach Shop. We got it all, brother. We got world title belts. We got wrestling memorabilia. We got Hogan's Beach shirts. We got Hulk Hogan sunglasses. We got the red ones for Hulk Hogan, the black ones for Hollywood Hulk Hogan. We got everything you need right here at Hogan's Beach Shop. What you gonna do, brother, when the greatest beach shop of all times runs wild? On mm, you, brother. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> turn that sticky off, man. I am a real American. Hi, my name is Sadia Corona, and yes. I'm an incest survivor. It's one part of my identity, and it's what I've been asked to talk about today. And I am not alone. Every nine minutes, a child in America is sexually assaulted, and I was one of them. My goal today is to discuss how being an incest survivor impacts my life in a business setting, a social setting, and in a romantic setting. And if you yourself are a survivor of sexual assault, I have some tips on how to manage this particular aspect of trauma. Now, incest is a very specific form of sexual assault, but it falls under the umbrella of harassment. Most people are familiar with sexual harassment from those videos that HR makes us watch during orientation at a new job. The idea is that harassment is a public space issue 
women get groped on the subway or catcalled on the street. And yes, sometimes we listen to inappropriate jokes at work. But within that idea is the concept that home is a safe place and a happy place. But what if the abuse happens inside the home? What if you are too young to understand it, too young to get away, and too young to take care of yourself? In my case, the abuse started when I was 18 months old. It escalated to rape. I was too young to understand it. I knew that it was wrong and that I must have done something really bad to get treated that way. Now, usually at this point, people have questions. What? How? Huh? If that's your reaction, I'm really glad that this sort of trauma is completely foreign to you. I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Any child born into that family would have suffered the same abuse that I did. I just existed. All children love their parents. Every child thinks their daddy is a hero. Wow, guys. Uh, you know, uh, through, through a... Uh, uh, through regular life and, you know, through regular struggles and everything, everybody has um, a personal journey and um, <clears throat> personal um, uh, triogs or however you want to, you know, pretty much go there. Guys, I'm a little lost of words after hearing that. Uh, everybody has a story. Everybody, sometimes it's sad, sometimes it's happy. Sometimes it's sad and then it goes into happy. Sometimes it's sad, then it goes in, or goes into happy, right? Vice versa. But uh, I want to address this with um, with uh, Sadia here, with this um, this story that she has. Uh, she, uh, seems to be a product of incest, and uh, I'm sorry that she had uh, had to experience that, you know. Uh, but I want to get her insights on this, um, you know, because I'm sure the listeners and viewers here on Rumble are very, very curious and uh, uh, interested in to knowing this guys again I'm, I'm a little lost of words i'm showing my my real persona here guys this is very very sad here well first of all points for getting my name right yeah. sadia yeah um i, I, I did yeah yeah i'm not really a product of incest because i was not you know i'm not a product of incestual rape like it happened to yeah. me um normally a product of incest would be when the child was born through an through an incest situation. I was born, my parents were married when I was born and at a young age, my dad did bad things to me. And no one wants to be incest girl. No one wants to be the face of incest. But at a certain point, you're like, well, someone needs to talk about this because I'm not the only one. And I guess it's me. You know, I've got all this stage experience from doing comedy and acting and things like that. Um, you showed the, the beginning of the talk, which was very courageous of you, you know, to put yeah. that on the podcast. At the end of it, I give my tips on suicide prevention. So I want to, you know, jump to that because that will apply to a lot more people than just the sexual abuse survivors. So look, guys, bad thoughts are going to come. And that is perfectly normal. And trust me, just leaving the planet often seems like a tempting solution. But <laughs> this is what I'm here to tell you wait 24 hours just wait 24 hours anything can wait almost anything can wait so what i do is i look at look at my watch uh it's almost 11 15 here in vegas in the morning and announce the time and this is in the talk um hey universe it is now 11 13 on uh what is this monday morning and i'm putting you on notice if things don't get better in 24 hours i will quit and we both know what that means 
Yeah. Then and I my to- apologies to you. I, you know, with, with the, with the product, I, I thought it, it may be a, a bit of product because normally when people hear that, you know, there's a lot of emotions and a lot of thoughts and views that race through somebody's head. So my apologies to that. I, I wasn't aware, but now I am aware. So I just want to No, no, it it's fine. It's fine. So basically if, you know, put the universe on 24 hour notice and take three actions. You know, you can call the new suicide hotline now. It's 988. You can post on Facebook. Hey, man, I'm having a really bad day. Um, You can if you have a friend, you can call a friend and say, hey, man, I need help. But uh, 24 hours, if you can wait 24 hours, you know, eat some food, take a shower, ask for help. Um, the shitty feelings come and I've been there and I don't want to get too much into it, but there was a time when I made a list of my contacts and I had a plan and I was going to do this. And a little voice said, tell three people. I am glad you are addressing that because in my book, terror strikes, there's a suicide prevention thread because I myself am a suicide attempt survivor. Oh my God. So and it's certainly not something like you that I'm sure you feel, oh, oh, I love to talk about this. That's great. I can't <laughs> wait to talk about this. But I, I feel called now, like you in the incest situation. Somebody's got to talk about this. And I want to hear if you've heard this commercial. One of the things I like to share in such discussions Life has meaning. You may not see it today, tomorrow, next week it may take, next month, next year for it to really change and be different. I still deal with stress, anxiety, depression. It's also happened to me. Oh my God, I feel traumatized just hearing about this. I'm like, dude, I lived it, okay? So here are things to say instead. Wow, Sadia. You are really brave and really strong. Thank you so much for telling me this. Or, hey, Sadia, no one deserves to be treated that way. Thank you for telling me this. Now, I like to compare my situation to being a child of divorce, which I am. Society understands divorce. No one's really shocked or horrified by that, even though it is sad. 50 or 60 years ago, people who are gay had to hide that part of their identity, much in the same way I hide being an incest survivor. Back in the day, they might have had to hem and haw about their significant other, the way I gloss over details about my family. The reason I am here today speaking out is I hope to raise awareness and increase compassion for people like me who are survivors of sexual assault. But remember, things could always be better, things could often be worse. Your life has value. You might not recognize it. Like during the It's a Wonderful Life movie. Yeah. Clarence, be someone's Clarence. Now, you may not have prevent a pharmacist from poisoning a child. What you've done in your life that is good may be far more subtle, but you have affected people in a positive way. And without you, perhaps your neighbor isn't here to have a kid who then goes on to cure cancer and there's a commercial i like hockey i played hockey i watch hockey a lot of west coast hockey games have a psa called embrace the awkward and it's a bunch of people acting awkward uh i i know you you're acting different 
I may not be able to help you, but talk to me. And if I can't help you, I will help you get the help you need. Talk to me. Embrace the awkward. Yeah, there, yeah, you know, guys, yeah there, was a, there was a reason why I, I plugged that video in. Uh, because, again, guys, uh, through humor and comedy and uh, everybody living that, that glorious life, everybody has a story. Everybody comes from a story, whether it's happiness, sadness, uh, you know, uh, a life full of depression. Everybody comes from something. I come from something, guys. I shared on this show many, many times. I used to be a full-blown alcoholic in my early 20s. Um, I had a child at the age of 24. I'm 40 years old, guys. I had a child at the age of 24. At 24 years old, there was a switch in my brain that told me, okay, am I going to continue down a path of alcoholism or am I going to continue down a path to try to be the best father imaginable? And that's what I chose. I chose to be a father to now my 16-year-old daughter. Okay? And, yeah. It's hard to believe that Mint Mobile can be good at just $15 a month. So, as Mint's new owner, I brought in one of our first and oldest customers, Wasim McNabby. Welcome to Mint, Ryan. So you've had Mint for years. Any issues? No, the service has been great. And under my ownership, it's going to get even better. How? No idea. Still fifteen dollars a month, though, right? Yep. How about Taco Wednesday? Nobody's done that before. And yeah. look at how much good you're doing in the world through this podcast. You know, you're touching so many lives. And so one thing that people tend to get depressed about, it's like, oh, you know, my Instagram, you know, I have a thousand followers and this guy has 500,000. Like, don't worry about that. Like, just, yeah. you know, keep your corner clean. That's yeah. what I tell myself. Yeah. I, 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 I always, yeah, I, I may chime in right there. I want to, I want to uh, kind of touch on what you just said about following and, and you know, touching the world. Um, I want to touch on something that you just mentioned about following folks. It's not about following. It's about messaging. Okay. Because I sometimes Joseph and I, including sauce that we have on the show, uh, which is a former Russian immigrant. That's now in this country. He's been in this country from, since he was got like three, four five years old. I know sauce very well now. And he's gotten to explain to his story on this show many, many times, but it's not about the following. It's about the message that you bring across the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I had a huge following on Twitter and look what they did to me on Twitter. Look what they did to Joseph on Twitter. Joseph and I are now permanently banned on Twitter because of our messages that we bring across this platform. This Even pod. with Musk owning yeah. it, he, he won't reinstate you. No. Wow. No, Sorry about no. That. I, I have appealed directly to Musk and Michael. Yeah, I have a friend. We talk about Wham Radio on occasion here. That's a local station I'm on a lot. Ed Bondarenko, former drug addict, same thing, turned his life around like you, has a radio show like you have a podcast to share these things. And exactly why my book, Terror Strikes, coming soon to a city near you, came out last year. The suicide prevention theme 
the Wuhan virus hysteria and the lockdowns, people became isolated. A lot of people then were developing suicidal thoughts yep. due to that isolation. I had to release that book then and have it out now to address these issues because uh, you know, like you said about the incest, somebody's got to talk about these things and let people know you are not a product of that. It does not define you. Your life can yeah. and will change with the right attitude and the help of others. Again, and embrace yeah. the awkward. Talk about it. Take some action. Yeah. You know, on my and, work uh, day. Hope, I, I just want to plug this in real quick. You know, mention yeah. Joseph mentions this this content, uh, even in this book, guys. Again, we put up a QR code. Um, uh, guys, you're obviously if you're not you're not going to see this on the audio end. You will see this on the video end on Rumble. We only uh, post our videos on rumble. I don't do it on YouTube because I don't like the shadow banning. I can't stand that mm -hmm. shit. So we put it on rumble mm -hmm. because rumble is a conservative free market, free speech platform. Hit that QR code for his book, guys. Terror strikes coming soon to a city yeah. near you authored here by Joseph M. Leonard. That's on the show, including his next book here, how to write a book and get and it published. I guys. get Tremendous into content. I get into the suicide prevention aspect in terror strikes because with terrorism, terrorism is the main thread that ties the book, but it's not about death, it's about life. Right. And suicide prevention is one of those life sub-themes. PTSD is not just a soldier issue, it is a yeah. Leo issue. And uh, depression is, of course, brought on by survivor's guilt. So the terrorism aspect gives me that thread to dive into that issue. Yeah, so here's here's my two cents. Um, touch the world. You know, with the internet, if I like three posts on LinkedIn, you know, I'm like, okay, I, I impacted the world today. If there's somebody whose content you like on any platform, Insta, YouTube, this podcast, LinkedIn, like whatever, put goodness in the world. Hey, thanks for posting. I say that all the time. Hey, I learned a lot from your post. Hey, did I tell you you're awesome today? Let's put that out in the world because you never know what kind of day that person is having. So, you know, and part of that is self-care. I tend to get bad thoughts when I'm really hungry. So during the pandemic, I'm really grateful. I had the discipline to set my clock and wake up at the same time every day. I had a routine. You know, don't hurt yourself means lots of things. Eat three meals a day, take a shower, do your laundry, all this life stuff that can seem so overwhelming when I've had a nightmare and I haven't slept and people have been horrible to me. I've gone to comedy clubs and walked out because the guys are saying such disgusting things about women and I don't feel safe. But that's empowering, right? I don't have to sit there. I can get up and leave. I can vote with my feet. I can call a friend. Um, if you don't have friends like that, then start being the friend. Just start liking people's stuff if you genuinely like it. Again, it's not how many followers you have. It's how many people can you help. And so maybe it's one person today. Maybe it's 1,000 people next week. You know, 2,500 people last I knew had have watched my entire TED talk. 
And that's amazing. You know, I need a million to go to Vancouver, but if I just help <laughs> one person, if one person is like, holy shit, it's not just me. You touched on something very important there. It's not the quantity, it's the quality. Right. And since you're a comedian, and, and as you can see, I mentioned dealing with depression every day. And we've already said, I can never resist a bad pun. Look at Robin Williams. The use of humor to cover depression. Yeah. That happens a lot in the comedy world. We lose people either through suicide or bad behavior because they are suicidal in another sense. They, they're drowning themselves in alcohol or drugs. Robin Williams said it himself uh, about the comedy covering. It's a way to not just try to help others lift and feel better, but help ourselves feel better by making others laugh. And that's that. why the comedy community is so important. Uh, you know, I see the same guys every week and you even if I'm not a huge fan of their flavor of comedy, but you know, <laughs> are you okay? Uh, th there's one guy who's a little bit older and uh, you know, for a while people were being mean to him. And then I realized that that's not the kind of person I want to be. You know, I want comedy to be open to anybody who's trying to be funny. We can all do better. I run my jokes past my comedy bros. I'm like, you know, can I say this? Because sometimes, you know, I get a little controversial. Um, yeah. Can I say this? Can I say that? Is that okay? So I think Savage along with the pandemic, the you know, we're coming, still coming out of it. People need to connect. That's why live theater, live comedy is so important. Because we're humans. And it's good to see the same people every week. It's good to see, hey, how you doing? It's good to be able to say to a friend, God, I just feel like shit today. You know, my set's going to suck. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's going to be all right. It's going to do crowd work or, you know, redo this set. This was a good set. So getting out there in the world by going to comedy, like that's one place where anyone over 21 is technically welcome. Yeah, and I, I went to a comedy show earlier this year. Uh, I, I, get, I mentioned Sal and Ken and Charlene at the Comedy Room in Portofino in downtown Wyandotte. If you're in the southeast Michigan area, Wayne County, look up the Comedy Room at Portofino. Please go. I went to Ann Arbor and saw Joe DeVito a few months ago. I love Joe. What are your thoughts on Joe? My thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Well, he do was you asking not know to who Joe DeVito is? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'll look yeah. him up. So just because um, you're a comedian doesn't mean yeah, you know every everybody. Other comedian. <laughs> no, I wish right? I did. Oh, you know, just, you know, J Joseph. I have to ask here. You know, we had a comedian on before uh, Sadia here with um, Kevin, and Kevin's a comedian. He's a well-known comedian, uh, but he. I don't want to put him to the bush, but he was not a very, very nice comedian. Very stuck you know, some, up. Some people some of them are aren't. stuck up. Yeah. I'm glad you people said aren't. that, Michael, because I got that same impression with him. And it wasn't only because, again, like Sadia said, you, everybody, like our books, my book may not be your cup of tea. 
Sadius no. humor may not be your cup of humor. No, Maybe they say Kevin's it. is, but Joseph, Kevin they they rolls. say it all the time with my books. I mean, my books, man. Like I have I have a book out right now, and then I have another book that's coming out this summer. It's supposed to come out this May, but we got to push it up to August because of my work. Because I do other lines of work set aside to this. I do uh, movie extras. I do uh, yeah, voiceovers I do for other people. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, like a lot of people don't like my books. I've seen people here in Orlando. They're like, what the hell were you thinking writing this book? Like but you're inciting violence. How I... the hell am I inciting violence? I'm inciting <laughs> education. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. the book's a little out there. Don't get me wrong. You know, America's political warfare, our modern civil war. When you hear that book, you're going to be like, whoa, what the hell was he thinking? Yeah, but no, I educational agree. Book. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Again, people are judging based on the title and leaping to conclusions. The no. same with Terror Strikes Coming Soon to Soon. You Again, it's not a book about death. It's about life yeah. and living. Life over death. Love over hate. Hope over fear. Faith over despair. Though positive stuff. But yeah. people make assumptions based on the title and the cover. And I got that same impression from Kevin, uh, though yeah. I didn't say anything. Yeah, kind of you, snobby elitist. You, and you know what? it wasn't just as yeah. rolling his eyes at my Viagra joke. You, you know what, Joseph? <laughs> I, I, you know what I learned a long time ago, too? Uh, just say, hey, thanks for the comment, man. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. yeah be a grown-up. Yeah, yeah. We, we can yeah. be grown-ups. We're not in high school. You know, there's guys whose comedy I don't like, and I don't hang out with them. You know, I'm not going to call an asshole or be a jerk about it. You know, yeah. you cannot like something and still be polite. Like, you know, oh, not, not really yeah. my cup of tea. Um, I, I agree with you, Sadia. Like in my other book, How to Write a Book and Get It Published, there's a chapter on reviews. The trolls, the haters will run like with Michael's title, not read it, but attack his book in a review online, trolling him Alinsky style, yeah. uh, you know, even though they don't know Michael or his book even, but the haters attack the good people who like your stuff unfortunately don't come back and give enough positive reviews. Like if that, like, like that, her, like that. Joseph, like the asshole that I was on, I was on his show the other day, or not, not the other. I keep, I keep on saying the other day because it's like the other day. Remember that that jackass <laughs> that I was on with, uh, with uh, he was a former uh, personality of uh, Bubble Love Sponge and Howard Stern, that Tuttle guy. You know, he was like, "Hey man, I never heard of you. You never heard of me, but you invited me to your show, so apparently you <laughs> heard of me. So uh, that's something. That's that's a first for me." You never heard wow. of me, but you invited me on your show. I mean, I got a whole screenshot. I showed Joseph what a this. Jerk. He like, yeah, he was yeah. like, he's like, you know, it'd be an honor and a privilege having you on my show. He emailed the show here, but producer Shaky got it. And he was like, hey, man, you want to go on the show? He's a former personality yeah. of uh, Howard Stern and Bubba Love Sponge. I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll see what's, what he's about. Yeah. And then, yeah. like a typical shock jock at the end, he goes, you know what, man? I think you're a fucking hack. I think you're a fucking goon. You're a wannabe yeah. podcaster. You know that nerdy, no. yeah. quirky yeah. voice. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, yeah. producer Shaky was in the car. I'm driving back from Atlanta. I had to do this in a, in my car because I'm literally coming back from a Republican conference in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, I thought you were coming back and from the strip club. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. No. Throwback. Call call back to the Cuban stripper yeah. episode. And well, well, you're right. Quick. Don't. 
Don't be a troll. Don't yeah. be a hater. You don't like me or my books? Move on. Like yeah. the uh, Taylor Swift song, Shake It Off. You don't like Sadie is set? Don't attack her online. Just move on. I yeah. I have a song called Toilet Bowl. And <laughs> Toilet. What a couple of the guy comics, well, because the album's called The Total Dick Experience. And apparently dicks, dicks, lots of different dicks, has a good beat. So one of the guy comics who's my friend, he was like, you know, Sadie was taking a leak and your song was in my head. I was like, <laughs> okay. He's like, why don't you write a song about peeing to remind guys of all the steps? So I know we're going to wrap it up. So it literally starts yeah. out, don't be a clown. Put the seat down. It's the gentlemanly thing to do. Don't be a clown. Put the seat down. All the ladies will appreciate you. Uh, no, no, no. But no, I got no. hate from that. On TikTok, I, I, these yeah, guys were I'm like. I'm going to take issue with you. Put the seat and lid down, ladies. You, there is a lid normally too. Close yes. the lid. Absolutely. Learn to pick up the lid and my, the my, my ex-wife made a mistake about that like almost 15 <laughs> years ago. She she kept the lid up, uh, or oh, lid no. down, excuse me. She kept the yeah, lid, lid down. down and I was working late that night. I was coming back from the city. Uh, <laughs> we were living in New Jersey at the time, North Jersey. Forget and, about it. And yeah, listen to this real it. quick. I'm listen to this here. as we close off the show. I, I, I'm like half asleep as I'm coming into the house and everything, and I have to take up like a piss. I've been holding it forever because I don't I don't want to take a piss on these subway trains in New York. They're right. disgusting. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta pee. And then I'm going right into the bathroom. I'm doing my shit, and then I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> the fucking shit is squirting all over my leg. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, the the damn light was still shut off in the bathroom. You know, like, oh, you know no. I'm like. What the fuck? I got a whole fucking mess to clean up now. Jesus. <laughs> the lid was down. Yeah. As, as it should have been. Yeah. The lid should be down. Always put yeah. the lid down. Always, always, yeah, always. Not, seat, guys. Yeah, Saudi, I'm, I'm going to let you go because it looks like, I mean, it's a gorgeous day in Las Vegas. It's a shitty day here in Central Florida. For some of my <laughs> listeners, yeah, it is. It's, 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 we've okay. had like four major thunderstorms that just it's, rolled by in the last cold. two hours. It's cold yeah. again here in Detroit, Michael. Yeah, so we had some great 80-degree days. Now we're back to like 30 degrees. 75 here, Joe. It's, it's 75 and, <laughs> oh. and, 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 and terrible outside. Yeah. Sadia, put, for some put of my this list- on screen. And for those not viewing audio, I'm yeah. flipping Joseph, Michael you off. You never give me a fucking time. <laughs> shut, shut up. I'm trying to plug her in, for God's sakes. <laughs> Anyway, I, I apologize for Joseph, period, and commas after him. But I respect the hell of him. He's been in radio for 45 years, so you got to give hat tip to him. Sadia, for some of my listeners that uh, that can follow you or want to know more about you, uh, where can they uh, find you at? I know you're all over the Internet, like yes, the last I guest I had. But where is a specific link uh, if you want to plug uh, that My in? Insta is my first and last name, Sadia Caron or Sadia Music. Sadia Music on YouTube, uh, Sadia Corona on LinkedIn if you want to see the more professional side, and then on the TEDx site, Sadia Corona if you want to hear the, the full the full talk. Um, one, one pro tip, my album cover was created by my producer, and it's like four different cartoon dicks. So it's that one on YouTube, Sadia Music with the, with the dicks on it. 
dick were all over the place with Sadia, and I mean that in a good way. Sadia, yeah. thank you very much for uh, for thank coming you on to Savage. Thank you so much for all that you do, and I will send my interesting and important friends your way. All righty. Take, take it easy. Thank you very much, guys. Remember, keep it savage, and uh, we'll see you next time. All righty.